Welcome to Women at Lunch Table podcast. This is your host Jeevita Balakrishnan. Hello everyone. Hope you are doing well and staying safe. Thank you for joining. Today we have our second guest, Padmashri Venkat. Uh she works as a project manager at Tetra Pak Dubai. Uh for those of you hearing Tetra Pak for the first time, uh Tetra Pak is the world's leading food packaging and food processing company. they are the pioneer in packaging dairy products especially milk um so they hold a legacy for their tetrahedron shaped milk packets um so our guest here has a long working history in tetra pak uh, she has extensive experience in uh, you know managing large scale projects focused on designing food processing plants in um, in countries like jordan oman lebanon and egypt uh, predominantly in the middle east Um so in this episode we will be discussing about her journey and experiences as project manager working in food and beverage industry and what are the skills required what are the kind of challenges uh in this field uh especially for women I can't wait to begin the conversation uh, welcome Padmashri uh, I'm so glad to have you on Women at Lunch Table Hey Jivita thank you for having me on board I'm very excited to be part of this conversation My pleasure Padmashri So let's uh, you know jump right into your journey. So how did you uh, you know get into Tetra Pak? Sure. Um I did my undergraduate in electrical and electronics engineering uh, in Bits Pilani Dubai campus mm-hmm. and then um I moved to Tetra Pak as a fresh graduate trainee. I started my career with uh, Tetra Pak. So it is a little bit uh, different from what I have done electrical and electronics uh, engineering. um but i was very open minded when i was um, giving my interviews uh, i wanted to try different challenges more towards mechanical because i always wanted to be a mechanical engineer and then you know i wanted to do uh, aeronautical engineering and then um, and then i got into uh, uh, tetra pak thinking that okay let me get some industrial experience then maybe i will proceed my um, uh, you know uh, masters in aeronautical engineering also okay. but uh, it so happened that i fell in love with the company <laughs> and what i do so uh, i continued my journey with tetra pak it's been 9 years now since i joined the company i always like to travel as part of my role that that i'm still doing you know i work with different countries mm-hmm. and work with different people culture right. um so it's really an exciting job i could not have asked for more <laughs> wow that's great so i i remember vividly that you know when we were in high school you you told me how you wanted to actually become a mechanical engineer <laughs> i still remember yeah. that and uh, it's good to know how you know we we study something and we do a job in something else and eventually we grow very fond of it right and uh, you never realize that hey no i didn't i made a wrong decision i should have moved to aeronautics it is not like that right it's yeah sure it is not like that uh, but it's very interesting that when i was doing electrical engineering i always thought i should have been a mechanical engineer what am i doing in electrical <laughs> engineering but later when i graduated when i joined tetra pak it was more of a let's say the process engineering role is more of i mean you need to have a knowledge of mechanical uh, as right. well so which uh, got me really excited mm-hmm. which gets you hands on um, in the job Correct. 
you're dealing with mechanical equipments and you're commissioning the equipment so it it was really exciting for me so i i it was any uh, you know a filling machine or a uh, or a processing equipment was as such a aircraft for mm-hmm. me so i really enjoyed uh, doing the job uh, when i started with nice, the company that's that's very really nice i'm so passionate about energy uh, you know energy engineering efficiency so you have a masters in energy engineering from hyderabad what university why did you get into energy engineering and how do you think it's helping your job in tetra pak when i was doing my undergraduate uh, in bitsfilani my final year project was um, related to energy uh, with one of my professors uh, in the university so we were uh, doing mm-hmm. research about using alternate uh, source of energy in the direct injection diesel engine and we got the paper published so that got interested in this uh, stream of energy and when i was when i joined tetra pak as a process engineer um uh, i also realized the need of uh, having the right knowledge about uh, utilities uh, which uh, help the plant you know run uh, on day to day basis uh-huh. for example to even calculate the total cost of ownership or you know to understand what uh, about the energy optimization in a plant and so on so that uh, i thought you know it will be a good idea to do masters in energy which will support my career as well as um, you know my current job Okay so we you know we tend to at least i tend to associate you know energy as renewable energy mm. right but there are so many facets to Correct. it Correct so um if you talk about energy or renewable energy energy is a broad spectrum whereas um, you know mm-hmm. renewable energy is part of it so we had courses uh, related to renewable energy as well um, but this was more towards how energy can be generated be it steam okay. or you know refrigeration or whatever it is as a utility so how that can be generated how that can be optimized and then coming into alternate uh, sources of energy like you know solar right. or wind or uh, you know uh, geothermal so these these were also discussed uh, part of the course so this will actually you know help you to you know construct the facility in such a way or, or how how does it help in your project for example you know in 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 energy we talk, we uh, also um, study about uh, let's say just for an example plate heat mm-hmm. exchangers yeah so that is also widely used in um, tetra pak uh, for uh, you know heating or cooling applications of milk or whatever it is whatever products that we pass so how do we optimize the design of a, a heat exchanger for example that was one of the subjects that we studied uh, part of the energy course which was very very helpful for me in uh, my my day to day activity right. to understand what what effects it has on the product or what effects it has on the energy consumption and so on and so forth so it it was interrelated in a way mm-hmm. and it i mean i was not exactly into energy in my work right. but it helped me uh, you know um, open my vision to different things when i was designing the plant right so you started your journey in tetra pak as a process engineer and uh, <laughs> we don't even know what a process engineer does in tetra pak so could you let us know you know what was your role as a process engineer as a process engineer i was involved uh, mainly in the plant design installation and commissioning it means that we i mean customer come to tetra pak um, let's say that he wants to set up a dairy or a juice plant mm-hmm. and uh, we will develop a plant or a production facility that will cater his requirements and produce the desired products um in dairy in, in dairy category i was involved in several projects in this region uh, to produce fresh milk 
long long life milk yogurt cheese and also some of the juice projects i was involved in okay i mean uh, it it is a very interesting job it's not a mundane uh, job as such you know every day or every project is uh, unique in its mm-hmm. own in mm-hmm. terms of customer or customer plant capacity plant design uh, the products it is going to produce the location of the plant right so so how did you make this transition into project manager padmashri was it a natural shift for you in the role as a process engineer to project manager uh, it was a very natural shift uh, when i was working as a project engineer mm-hmm. um, process engineer i was independently handling uh, projects that is uh, actually from let's say from the quotation to you know the delivery and handover of the plant okay. and uh, then it was a smooth transition for me uh, working as a project engineer i could also be a leader or a project manager mm-hmm. uh, in the in in the industry um, i was also given a few areas for example uh, jordan lebanon so i was handling uh, the country as a whole you know all the customers their needs so i go to a customer talk to a customer ask them what they want mm-hmm. uh, they want to do and then you know come up with some ideas design a plant and then implement commission and hand over the plant so uh, it it was not to a large extent large scale when i was doing a project engineering is yes, of course as a project engineer i worked in large uh, projects mm-hmm. but the project engineer plus project manager were let's say uh, small scale projects um, that gave me a lot of uh, let's say um, vision and encouragement to get into large projects uh, what i'm doing today but it was uh, to handle a market is a different um, ball game exactly. compared to doing a, doing a you know small scale uh, business or a large projects so gave me a sense of independence and uh, you know i i was handling the customer all by myself mm-hmm. and the region the culture mm-hmm. you know being an indian right. going with the uh, going to jordan <laughs> lebanon you know talking their language not really the language but their culture or the language right. was uh, something uh, interesting yeah so can can you tell us you know anything interesting or any interesting story that you had in terms of how this culture mismatch or how do you have to really you know present yourself with them sure see uh, there is a, there's a lot of challenge when it comes to um, uh, let's say um, Uh, women in a technical field yeah right so uh, and also it comes with the culture if if i were there are a lot of combinations if i were arabic and if i were you know a technical woman maybe it was uh, a bit more easier mm-hmm. uh, to go with the customers talk to them in their language and all of that mm-hmm. but on the other hand if i see i was always welcomed in uh, any plant uh, with any customer and uh, they were very open uh, to discuss their needs mm-hmm. maybe the first few meetings could be a little uh, bit hard uh, as much as i could i have to break their eyes through so but you know uh, after after few meetings i think um, it, it is it is uh, it is normally okay uh-huh. uh, for the customers and i learn about their culture they learn about my background mm-hmm. you know where i come from and also after one customer project the second customer becomes easier because you have a reference right this dairy industry as such is a very closed um, i mean very uh, which goes by the word of mouth so exactly so yeah. it was easier for me for the next uh, few projects mm-hmm. and then i was handling the whole market as such in jordan and lebanon right. um dealing with all the customers so it was uh, it was easier for me nice as you said uh, lebanon and jordan are you know extremely different countries different cultures and 
there could be different regulations as well uh so how do you really get to learn about this uh you know was it on the job uh, how did you really learn about the market yeah that's uh, see i started uh, as i started to work on a big dairy plant mm-hmm. uh, in jordan as a first um, as a first assignment in tetra pak independent assignment in tetra pak okay so that's how i got into that country culture you know they i mean they produce a variety of uh, different types of yogurt for example i was working on a yogurt project uh, where they have different types of yogurt mm-hmm. uh, made in this region uh, one thing that i learned was you know uh, what what we eat in india is basically set yogurt or a curd right. or whatever it is but but here they have different types of yogurt which they use in their day to day life so uh, the process was very different compared to a uh, simple yogurt that we use at home mm-hmm. and i started to learn a lot about their culture through their products and some of the products are very close to their heart like labne for example uh-huh. it's a thick spreadable uh, yogurt okay. so um, concentrated yogurt and uh, they, then you know you talk to them about it and then you know a lot more about their culture in many factories even today they do it in a very traditional method mm-hmm. um, of uh, processing uh, the concentrated yogurt got it so this is how i entered that market mm-hmm. and i learned about the market and uh, then i uh, slowly you know got into different customers every customer have their unique uh, let's say recipe mm-hmm. uh, for producing certain products so then you really learn about uh, what what the where the uniqueness comes from and what they do and uh, yeah so it it is uh, it is a very special um, let's say job yeah. and a very unique <laughs> right. job so it's it's not a let's say a boring job i would say it's right. it's every customer every plant every um, every project is very unique in it right own. exactly so for 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 someone outside you know to look at uh, tetra pak as this huge food processing and food packaging company we see all these machines and processing that goes and all those cartons right but but you working in the company you know when you get in touch with these customers Uh, as you said you know through food you actually connect with people through the recipes you actually connect with our customer at a, at a very fundamental level right at a very emotional level as well right yeah it's it's uh, it's basically um, a little bit of hard work uh, that is required in the beginning but uh, once you understand the customer their emotions mm-hmm. and uh, their culture the cultural background they come mm-hmm. from i think it's very easy to have a conversation with them right. and uh, understand their needs although i don't speak arabic but um, you know most of the customers have welcomed me with their open arms right. you know to basically understand about their plant and give them solutions work with them in partnership mm-hmm. um, not as a supplier as such but uh, tetra pak most uh, with most of our customers we work as a partner so um, that 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 uh, culture has helped me grow in the organization and also grow my ideas and uh, um, you know technical aspects of uh, what is required in this market right got it so the other question that i had was so what would your day to day look like uh, as a project manager uh, and what are the kinds of you know what is the scale of a project that you handle as a project manager recently i have uh, i am now handling a large project which is mm-hmm. uh, over and above 15 million euro uh 15 to 20 million euro let's say so um, i'm handling one such project in oman currently uh-huh. it is almost 80% completed um we are yet to complete 20 more percent which is on hold due to covid um but 
day to day if you see it is mostly uh, the communications that i handle with the customer internal and also the technical aspects of it you know coordinating with different um, uh, departments uh, within tetra pak for example it could be uh, process engineering it could be automation engineering um it could be uh, electrical engineering a plant has every every department of uh, every let's say stream of engineering that comes together to deliver what a customer requires so basically what i you know sort of understand is uh, as a process engineer it gets easier because you have this leverage to understand what happens internally and what are the other processes that comes together to construct a plant right and yeah. uh, so from there getting to a project manager is going to be a natural progression correct and uh, so there is this never ending debate of how much technical a project manager has to be uh, right uh, so how do you see it in food and beverage industry like you know you know there is a lot of talk about pmp so is it still relevant uh, to have a pmp certification in food and beverage industry or would you rather you know tell them hey you need to have a technical experience to uh, become a project manager it is an engineering company and it's an engineering mm-hmm. field um there are as well project managers my colleagues who are um, not from the process engineering background and who are managing the projects yes of course they are all uh, uh, pmp certified um, uh, project managers and that's that's what the company requires as well at uh, one point for example a progression from a project manager to a senior project manager so you definitely need a pmp uh, for managing large projects mm-hmm. but what comes handy for me is a knowledge and process engineering and uh, you know it's it's never a uh, let's say it's never a disadvantage uh, to know about the business that you uh, are in the business you do and uh, you know and when you go with a customer and uh, the customers are highly technical so they 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 don't see you as a project manager they see you as a person who who is there to help mm-hmm. them with uh, you know in building their plant right. which means you need to know a little bit of uh, technical uh, aspects to start a conversation build exactly. a conversation right. you know understand their needs you know otherwise it's it's not going to be that easy of mm. course the project managers have to work a lot to understand the business but that came very handy for mm-hmm. me and i have also been uh, working in the field you know doing commissioning so i i when there is an issue during the project execution mm-hmm. phase i can clearly understand where the issue comes from to you know fast track the resolution process or you know to understand how to attack the issue to uh, close right. it so this is this is the strengths that i see a project manager with the process knowledge uh, versus you know a, proce- a project pure you know a project manager exactly very true actually uh, you know i think this is uh, irrespective of any industry uh, it's 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 become very imperative to have technical acumen and then you know sort of maybe specialize in project management but it's very critical to have a generalist knowledge yeah. the next question that i wanted to ask you is uh, you know what you love and what you find challenging working as a project manager in uh, uh, a food and beverage industry i love to travel mm-hmm. um as a personal um, you know passion as well i've traveled a lot of countries i've met a lot of people uh, that was one thing that uh, really excited me when i joined tetra pak as well uh, part of my job uh, there was extensive traveling involved mm-hmm. uh, in this region in the middle east you know that is the the real exciting part and every project like i said every customer every every uh, project is unique mm-hmm. in its own right. and when we talk about food we always connect emotions exactly. to it yeah 
every customer you know if we say that yogurt we are producing in a factory he he the customer always assumes that he's producing the best product mm. and uh, which is liked by people and uh, his consumers and uh, so on so it it is uh, food is connected to emotion so at the same time there is a strong cultural uh, um let's say background or recipes that are coming from um, you know back in ages so the customers are very connected emotionally it's a agile market it's a very cost competitive market mm. um uh, there are many countries uh, you know uh, underdeveloped countries in africa mm-hmm. where the cost is the you know the the pitching right. point so we uh, we have to look at different perspectives you know when we are providing a solution mm-hmm. and uh, we have to make um make it available for the customer at uh, at the pricing point that a country uh, demands right. so these are the challenges that we face here mm-hmm. um in this region right. yeah so moving to another question uh you know how people perceive women in this industry and uh, what are the challenges uh, in this field being a woman this is um let's say a very good question in this industry there are not many women mm-hmm. as such in this um, in this field food and beverage industry who are technical um, uh, let's say a engineer or a project manager mm-hmm. uh, i have uh, not come across many women in this leading role mm-hmm. in this industry mm-hmm. it is challenging in its own way because you are uh, as a woman you are dealing with different cultures there have been um cultures who don't greet you who don't shake hands right. and you have to be culturally sensitive mm-hmm. to what you can do what you cannot do and uh, you as a woman how you can behave you, how what are the things that you can do mm-hmm. which you cannot do all this you need to be aware of um, as a uh, first thing and but the customers i have dealt with are have been very open so it it, it is different from different countries mm-hmm. i mean for me it has always been uh, the first few times it will be difficult to uh, actually sit with a customer and have a conversation but after they know me you know the kind of person i am or you know the kind of uh, support that i am able to give them uh, it becomes easier right. um, going forward say it's not a easy walk in the park um, in the food and beverage industry for mm-hmm. women but at the same time i know uh, many of my colleagues from india mm-hmm. uh they uh, they have employed women in uh, engineering roles and project management roles there are uh, budding engineers from iit uh, iits who are dairy technologists uh, they are getting into the business they are going into commissionings uh, in different uh, areas of uh, the market and they are uh, you know quite hands on now so i mean it's it's the challenge that we face in every industry which we will face in food and beverage right. also yeah. yeah but especially in this region which is culturally more sensitive i think um, um it takes some right. time before uh, they make a judgment of you or before they right. are uh, willing to work with yeah. you but but uh, you know it it is the way that you deal with mm-hmm. them the way that you put yourself uh, forward um, you know you need to be very strong right. for exactly. sure at the same time uh, you need to be culturally aware okay mm. this is this is the sensitivity here right. but you need to deal it in a way that you know it doesn't hurt their uh, cultural uh, sentiment yeah. and um, you know also get your job done right that's 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 very tactical <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah so you told that uh, you know you love traveling and how this job has enabled you to travel to a lot more places so any any interesting travel experience that you have as part of doing your job uh, anything that pops up on your mind 
See, uh, for me, uh, meeting the customers, like I said, uh, traveling uh, throughout the region, I have traveled in Egypt, Jordan, Lebanon. Mm-hmm. Um, I have also been to Saudi. Um, I have been in, I mean, this is one of the interesting um, uh, interesting things that I have done. Yeah, actually, in Saudi, they don't allow women to be in the plant or work in the plant. But um, probably I was the first woman to enter their factory premises. Wow. They they actually gave me permission to enter the plant because we were doing an upgrade of um, you know one of the equipments mm-hmm. which required definitely a project engineer's visit mm-hmm. to the plant to see the working conditions and you know how it can be upgraded what is the space available what is the you know intensity required and so mm-hmm. on so they really welcomed me uh, into the plant uh, they also mentioned that I was the first uh, woman to enter their plant wow. You know, I've heard about being the only woman in the room, but, you know, in your case, it's being the only woman in the whole plant. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I was wearing an abaya, actually. And I, I was walking around the plant. Maybe it was, uh, I can see some operators were feeling quite strange. What is this girl doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, I think uh, that was one of the interesting things. I mm-hmm. went there for probably uh, a day or two uh, wow. to evaluate the uh, what is required to be done Hmm. but I've never done something like that before and it was quite exciting for me to go to a place uh, where you're not allowed but they are giving you a special permission to enter and you know um, have a look at it and so on it was quite uh, Mm -hmm. interesting for me and it was challenging you know and uh, in those plans for example it's not uh, the infrastructure doesn't support women you can imagine you know even if you have to go for a go for a, a restroom you know restroom yeah. so you don't have a restroom there <laughs> so you have to come back to your room and go to the restroom so so these are the challenges that you face part of your job when you are in uh, such a right. you know, environment but but this is this this if you accept and if you see the challenge and uh, you know i think you that that's what i see i always see the challenge instead of you know uh, uh, all these uh, small things Got that uh, you come across Wow, that's that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So my final question for you is, Padmashri, how you know I because the the condition that you've worked, uh, you know, that you've excelled, the environment or the countries that you've been to, uh, it, it's actually challenging, right? So I would like to hear the top three advices, you know, if you could, uh, for women, uh, in general, right? How how to actually overcome the fear, you know, work in these kind of places where you it's difficult to speak up. See, I have been also talking to a few of my juniors mm-hmm. uh, who are especially from India okay. and uh, who are uh, who are women mm-hmm. in uh, food and beverage industry who are doing hands-on commissioning. So the advice that the only advice I would give is uh-huh. basically, you know, uh, you have to break a uh, breakthrough and, uh, you know, work fearlessly. Um, I mean, it's 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 something that, uh, you know, if I can do, I believe every woman can do it. Right. So, um, it's just um, the mindset that they need to be uh, preparing, prepared. Mm-hmm. They need to be prepared uh, with, you know, what challenges they may face. Mm-hmm. They need, they shall not be let down by, uh, you know, these cultural uh, differences. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say, for example, if a man is not shaking hand or if he's not talking to you, if he's not making an eye contact, you should understand that basically it's a cultural thing that, right. you know, you shall not be feeling that, you know, he's not giving you any importance or so. So this you will only learn with your experiences, Correct. you know, you will, 
you will not learn just by the books but you will when you deal with people you understand there have been many instances for me where don't welcome you you know you don't feel that but probably that's their way of welcoming you mm-hmm. but you don't feel enough welcomed i Got would say it. so but you don't need to you know create a fuss about it you always have to think that okay i, I mean I, i mean i never felt i was uh, i i was any less than a man or uh, you know i never felt i was a woman walking uh, you know alone mm-hmm. in the plant mm-hmm. uh, in in the in, in between uh, many men but um, this is this is reality this is life so yeah that's that's wonderful you know i think it's going to take a moment for me to sink in what you just said it is not easy and um, i i deeply appreciate you for your strength and resilience and you know and navigating through such unique situations definitely a lot of listeners will will find it inspirational so i think uh, we have reached the end of the episode padmashri so it was it was really nice talking to you and uh, you know especially the examples that you had put in and uh, you know the challenges that we face in this industry and also the skills required uh, to to work in a food and beverage industry i hope you know a lot of listeners will really find it helpful because in my circle and you know, in my daily circle i don't talk to or i don't you know i don't have enough people who work in this particular industry especially women right so your experiences are are pretty unique and uh, i really do hope a lot of women uh, would get in touch with you uh, to know more about you know what goes into food packaging what goes into food processing and how to build a career in food and beverage industry so thank you so much for your time i know you know we had a lot of difficulties uh, recording uh, but it was it was it was worth it uh, thank you so much patmishri for being here Thank you Jivita for this opportunity. I uh, really I'm really happy that I get to share my experiences uh with uh, you as well as uh, in this platform where it will reach uh, several other women. Um I hope uh, you know somebody will uh, be able to use this information or um, you know they can feel free to contact me anytime right. about building a career in this industry. Right. So they they can get in touch with you in LinkedIn. Yeah, cool. yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Thank you so much Padmashri. Have a great day. It was nice talking to you. Thank you. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for listening. Do follow and subscribe to my podcast. I'll be happy to hear your thoughts about this episode. You can reach out to me on LinkedIn or you can send an email to women@lunchtable@gmail.com. You can find those details in the podcast description. See you in the next episode. Stay tuned.